Let's see. Is that any better now? I had. I. Yeah. I. I'm not gonna make you guys turn your fucking computers off. I'm just gonna turn my shit off. I'm so goddamn sick and tired of this goddamn Mixler thing. I'm not. I, I'm just not in the mood today. This today is not my day. Yeah, but I. I can see that. Okay. All right. Let's see. Is that any better? Uh, I quit on Mixler. I, I turned it off, and then I turned it back on. How is it now? Yes, I am back. Everyone's Mixler quit. Hangtown Jen, because I quit. Okay, much better. All right. Fantastic. Great. Sounds good. Fantastic. I don't even know what to do anymore. I've gotten to the point where I've just... This is fucking maddening. Uh, all right, we are back. So let's get the show started before Mixler decides to kick me off the air. Uh, all right, dickhead, fucking Biden was at it again. Yet they, they stop this man. Nothing to tackle the number one job facing the middle class, and it happens to be a three-letter word: jobs. J O B S. Jobs. Oh, this guy. Let Let me just say right now, th- th- this guy is nothing more than America's number one celebrity endorser. Yesterday, he was at a Jeep plant driving around a Jeep. Or is it the White House and they brought some kind of shitty Jeep for him to drive? And now he will sign an executive order on Thursday. That was yesterday. Encouraging, are you ready for this? You know what? No. Before I even say this, I put a post up on Facebook. I shared a post today on Facebook. And uh, it, it's very, very harsh, the the post. But I've gotten to the point where I don't give a fuck about the harsh posts anymore. I, I, I'm getting sick and tired of the world that we live in and how how fucked up and stupid it actually is. And the people on the left just sit around and go, <laughs> well, well, that's weird. Oh, that's not what they want. Yes, it actually is what they want. There's a picture of a guy sifting through a crate full of wedding bands. You know, rings? These are wedding bands that were removed from the Holocaust victims before being executed. Each ring represents a destroyed family. Nazis tore down statues, banned free speech, blamed economic hardships on one group of people, and instituted gun control. Well, now your current leader is saying, hey, pretty soon you're not going to have a choice in America because by the year 2030... 50% of all cars will be electric. Now, I have said it a number of times. I don't want an electric car. Not now. Not ever. Cough. Trump's order was cough. Yeah, that's who they like to blame. They blame everything on Trump. Trump wasn't the one who tore down statues. Trump isn't the one forcing you to possibly drive an electric car. 
By the way, by the way, what is I, – I still don't understand. In the long term, do we not think long term anymore? Obviously, we don't. Remember, I did a story about a month or so ago about this graveyard of cars in France. And it was all of their national, like, police cars and all their state-run cars and all this, and they all sit in a field right now. Do you know why? All those cars need new batteries. Those cars are 10 years old. There's a, there's a small event going on right now, which I don't personally care for in Reno due to the traffic. It's an event called Hot August Nights. Now, now cars break down all the time. But all those cars at Hot August Nights have been around since the 50s, the 60s. And if that's, that's, that's 60 and 70 years that they've been on the road and they're running. And electric cars can't stay on the road for 10 years. We, we, we have to mine for their batteries. And, and where are we mining? Are we, are, we, are we like going into like horrible areas? Not horrible areas. I, I, I don't know. Native areas and displacing those natives in Sudan or wherever, wherever the fuck they're digging for this, this ore to make these batteries. I, I'm blown away. I am I'm truly blown away that we have a sitting president who has just flipped off the oil industry. He hates the coal industry. By the way, you get electricity from coal. Just saying. I haven't seen a bunch more fucking wind turbines going up. I haven't seen a whole lot more water fucking being used. <sighs> Man. Yeah, I don't even know anymore. I, I, I've gotten to the point where I, I'm just going to throw my hands up and, and say... I warned you. I warned everybody on this. This is the stupidity of our nation right now. And, and this lady, I, I think this lady right here could be the dumbest person that is in our country right now. Cory Bush. This is the Democrat from Missouri. She came out yesterday and said, suck it up. Defund the police. She isn't backing down from her $70,000 security detail after facing scrutiny for a stance to defund the police. That's right. Her security detail is $70,000. I don't know if that's a month. Must be nice to afford a $70,000 a month security detail. I wouldn't need police then either. If I had nothing but armed guards around me, you're goddamn right. I don't need no police. If they live with me, if they're with me 24-7. But guess what? Guess what, stupid bitch? Some people ain't got that. Is, is, is this board not working today? Oh, yeah, there it is. Cori Bush is more important than the people she represents. Oh, absolutely she is. Here you go. Here, here, here's a word from the lovely representative representative. 
that off. I'm going to make sure I have security because I know I have had attempts on my life and I have too much work to do. There are too many people that need help right now for me to, to allow that. So if I end up spending 200000 if I spend 10, 10, 10 more dollars on it, you know what? I get to be here to do the work. So suck it up and defunding the police has to happen. We need to defund the police and put that money into social safety nets. Let me just say it right now. I don't know what district in in Missouri she's from. I can bet probably the St. Louis area. Uh, I'm just going to say right now, if you reelect this woman, you people, you're all fucking stupid. That's all I have to say. Some of the worst policing that's been done in this country is in St. Louis County. And you want to defund the police. That, that, that's awesome. Wow. She claims that she's had attempts on her life, but there has not been any stories verifying that correct. I'm calling bullshit. This is a lie. Uh, uh, Douglas, of course it's a lie. Of course. She, let, let's Google. Let's Google. Attempts. Attempts on Corey Bush's life. Uh... Do you want me to die? She hits out of critics accusing that 16 hours ago. Uh, American politician, registered nurse, pastor, activist, serving in the U.S. First County. Um, uh, no, no, I, I, I'm not seeing any, any attempts on her life. How do you vote people like this in office? I, I mean, it, it, it's obvious that people don't vote anymore because they listen to the candidates. Right? Have we all not learned? When you vote for the letter next to the name, it's going to come back and fuck you. If you vote for it just because it has a D next to it, whatever it is you want, they're coming after it. If you want gas power cars, guess what? The president's already signed an act saying by, in, when did he say 2030? 2030? Dude, that's, that, that's eight and a half years away. And half the cars are going to be, What? Why are Dems holier than thou and elitist scum? They always think that they're above the peasants. Because the vet, the peasants are the ones that put them in. Because they promised the peasants a better life. And then when the peasants don't get that better life, they keep promising more and more. And and you, you, you like the person. They're nice to you. Just check their track record. I bet you she doesn't even vote on most bills in Congress. What I heard her say was, my life is too important, I need protection, but go ahead and defund the politician or the police, but go ahead and defend the police because they're not really protecting those that need protect. So I'll just pay because I'm important enough to pay for private security. Yeah, well, hey, if I had enough money for private security, I'd probably use it too, like most celebrities do. But these private securities, they they aren't. 
the actual justice system. If somebody tries to run up, maybe to get an autograph, and one of her security people fucking puts a beat down on that person, then what? Oh, it, it goes away because she pays them off? Oh, okay. That's lovely. Cori Bush, in her mind, is the most important person in this country. We should all worship at the feet of Cori Bush. How did America survive so long without Cori Bush? I, I don't know. I'm lost. Thank God we have her in place, though, now. Oh, boy. Now, now I'm going to lose my shit. If I, didn't, if I didn't lose my shit before, here we go. By the way, we do have celebrity-ass deathmatch today, Olympic Zeros. <sighs> the world's favorite fucking munchkin is out at it again. Dr. Anthony Fauci has said the U.S. may sooner or later get another variant of the COVID uh, fucking strain. So we have the Epsilon, we have the Lombada. Yesterday we talked about Delta Plus. Now, does Anthony Fauci know about all these different strains? Because He's the one that put them together in the lab in Wuhan. I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering. Has anybody looked into that yet? By the way, numbers in Great Britain are completely down. And I'm about to do a story in California that you're going to go, huh? What? Hmm. And I still want to know. I still want to I mean, look, look. Do I have it in there? I do have a question. I got a question. And maybe I can call somebody in, in New York. You, you know, New York's got the, the health passport. You got to show the vaccine card to get into a restaurant. Now, when you get to the restaurant, do you have to still wear a mask? Because you see everybody in there is vaccinated, allegedly. You still got to wear a mask? Well, let, let, let's uh, let's Google some New York stuff, shall we? Let's see, uh, uh, uh restaurants, all that kind of stuff. Uh, what would be open right now? Uh, IHOP in NYC. There's an IHOP. There we go. An IHOP in New York. Yeah, we're gonna we're we're gonna give them a little ring a ding here, cause I like IHOP. Everybody likes IHOP. That's something everybody can relate to. Star six seven, one, uh, two one two. Okay, here we go. Three eight eight, one four nine nine. There we go. IHOP in New York. open 24 hours, so they should be there. This is on East 14th Street for everybody, in case you're, you're familiar with New York. Mm-hmm. Um, um, 
nobody's answering. Why is no one answering? They aren't that busy. It's 10 o'clock there. All right, how about we do this one? How about we go one, two, one, two. Uh, let's see. Uh, 860. Because I, I do want to find out. 844. If you got to wear a mask and you're vaccinated. Is nobody from New York working? Are they closed? They're a little busy right now. Oh, okay. God, is everybody in the world fucking eating there? I think they're calling it IHOP 124. Uh, yeah, y'all got the, uh, y'all, y'all, you have to be vaccinated to go in there and eat, right? Um, that starts at, I mean, I'll go take next week, August 13th, I believe. Can I ask you a question? Do I have to wear a mask in there, too? Because I got vaccinated, so do I still have to wear a mask? Yeah, you have to wear a mask. Can, a you, can you tell I me have, why I have to wear a mask if I've been vaccinated? I have, I have a still required for you to wear a mask. When you come inside, when she's at a table, you take it off. When she gets up to the bathroom, you put it back on. But what if I have, but I'm vaccinated. Well, we didn't reach at that stage yet. I'm just following what I have. But I'm vaccinated. But I didn't get to that stage yet. I don't know if you're vaccinated or not. I don't know who you well, are. Well, I have a card. I, I have my vaccination card that you guys are going to start I carrying. You don't, I haven't even get to that stage yet. So. Okay, so you, you you have no clue. So this is I this is the top to of the stages. food chain job for you. Okay, good. There she goes, hanging up. Makes no sense. Once again, one, uh, see, this is the thing. This, this is the thing when you can tell about a lie is it stops making sense. If we have the vaccination, and I know some people don't, and I'm not talking to you people right now. No, no, I'm just, I'm not addressing those people. The city of New York, L.A. is going to follow in. By the way, just just mark my words right now. L.A. will follow in. If you have to have a vaccination to eat in New York restaurants, why must you also wear a mask? It sounds like everybody in that restaurant will have a vaccination. Why wear a mask? Especially when the World Health Organization comes out and says those who have been uh, infected with COVID who have gotten the vaccine are asymptomatic. Meaning, they can no longer pass it on to people. You see, these people, once you start lying, this is why lies are so bad. Because you got to keep track of them. And they're starting to lose track. Oh, my God. What? Wait, wait, huh? Wait, okay. Wait, this doesn't make sense. Uh, uh, ooh, uh, uh. It's like we're arguing with a third grade kid who stole cookies from the cookie jar. The cookie jar is empty. There's crumbs leading all the way to the kid's room. The kid's got chocolate chip fucking shit around his mouth. And he says, no, I didn't eat no cookies. I think it was a bear. Well, wait, wait, I got the vaccine. Why do I need a mask? I And, 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 and I'm just going to tell you right now, the only place I'm wearing a mask is that DXL store in Sacramento. That's a whole different thing. I'm not going to do it. I'm not. I, I'm not. And if that means I can't eat their shitty restaurants, I'll remember you. I will remember what restaurants turned me away. 
I remember what bars, what movie theaters turned me away. And I will get my revenge. I am not above this. I will take a steaming shit in your movie theater. Do something. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do? You don't know who I am. I have a mask on now. I am I, I, I'm tired of America living in 19-fucking-30 Germany right now. How many more rights do we have to give up, people? Since when can the government tell you when you can leave your house so you're a prisoner now on your own? Yes, absolutely. Douglas says there's too much money in the pandemic to not question. The motives of the great Fauci. Brady, when the government becomes authoritative, then they have the power. Rand Paul is fighting back, though. He needs to. Shit, they need to get all the damn Republicans to fight back, not just goddamn Rand Paul. And they gave the third grade kid the ultimate authority. Yeah, that, that, that is so true. That third grade kid who stole the cookie jar Left, left, left the, the, the trail of crumbs all the way to his or her room. Sorry, didn't mean to be sexist there. To all you fucking pussies. Why does it have to be a boy? Because yeah, I'm a fucking boy, and that's how we think. Oh, I'm angry this morning. Look, man, when you throw up three times in the morning for no goddamn good reason at all, and you want to go back to bed, but you know today's show is too goddamn good, so you're going to do it? So I'm going to fucking lose my shit today. I might lose my voice on the air. And I'm sorry for yelling, but I am tired and I ain't going to take this shit no more. <sighs> they can't call police on you. You didn't steal over $1,000. Oh, I, I, I'm telling you right now, uh, assaults are going to happen. I, I can't wait till Americans start fighting back, because once they do, oh, it's going to be bad. I, I'm, I'm just telling you, it, it, it's going to be real bad, people. You're not going to like the way America looks. Radberger sent me this story, and I find this is amazing. Wait, wait, what did he say in his original email here? Um, we all knew it was another fake crisis because whomever is pulling the strings in the Biden administration didn't get near their 70% vaccination rate and their progressive agenda is floundering like Fauci throwing a baseball. Why? Sacramento County says vaccinations are up 41%. Oh my God, shocking. And hospitals can actually handle more COVID cases in Sacramento. Isn't that weird? About 16% of the total COVID cases were breakthrough cases of people who were fully vaccinated, but just 3.5% of those cases, people had symptoms. You see, once again, once again, let's, let, let's, we have to, we have to backtrack a little bit. Beep, beep, beep. Everybody's getting all crazy all this because people are testing positive. Okay? When the numbers were going down, they went down dramatically. And by the way, they're about to start going down dramatically again because of what has happened in Great Britain. 
you don't know what's happened in Great Britain, just look at their numbers last week. Takes about a week to hit over here, and those numbers are going to be hitting over here. But don't 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 count on the media to tell you the truth, because the media is nothing but a bunch of liars. The the the, the people on your local TV stations do not give a fuck about you. They might come out in your community and they might shake hands and they might fucking help gather canned goods. But let me let me let me let me let you in on a little secret here. Y'all y'all want to know the truth? That I, I'm going to let you in on a big fucking truth here. All the clothing drives, all the food drives, all that kind of stuff for local media people, they get behind it. I would say maybe 1% of them actually enjoy it. This is more work. And that's the way they look at it. Now, I will tell you the truth behind why our show at a time and I could never get this across to, to dog shit and jerk off. You go out of your way, you bust your ass for a charity, you find a charity, and you do everything you can for them. Do you know why we did that? I hope you're saying out of the goodness of your hearts because, well, it's not. If I want to help charity, which I did back in the day, I was very quiet about it because I don't need to get the pat on the pat for helping charity. I I, I just don't need it. My parents raised me to where I didn't need that. We did it on the show and things like that. So we had ammunition to fire back whenever we went too far with something. It afforded me the right to say that every woman could lose 10 more pounds. It allowed me to tell a young girl, even though I was kicked off the air for a day, to dress like a pink taco. Our charity got us out of a lot of trouble, and that's why we did it. It wasn't out of the goodness of our hearts. If we want to do something out of the goodness of our hearts, which all of us did, we would do it and then not tell anybody about it. Of those 8,905 people that they were talking about in Sacramento County, 300 of them had symptoms. Well, got to close everything down. And if it went from 100 people the week before who had symptoms to 300, that's a rise in 2,000%. Or 200%. So when they say the numbers are jumping 200%, 4,000%. These are all scare tactics used on you. Hospitals are not overflowing. How can hospitals be overflowing? There are no nurses to work there. They've fired all the nurses that won't get the vaccination shot. By the way, Sacramento County says they have no plans for more restrictions. Well, you just wait till the government starts or the governor starts talking. Well, I'm fired up about all this shit today. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the bullshit. Because that's what this is, is bullshit. 
flat out fucking nonstop bullshit. By the way, I can't believe whoever put this story on CNN yesterday, Katie Bo Williams, you're going to get fired. Intel agencies scour reams of genetic data from Wuhan lab in COVID origins hunt. How can this shit be available? U.S. intelligence agencies are digging through a treasure trove of genetic data that could be used to uncover the origins of the coronavirus as soon as they decipher it. Do you know why they're doing this now? So Joe E. Biden from Scranton, PA, will get all the credit. That's why. It's unclear on how or when U.S. intelligence agencies gained access to the information. Thank you to any of our special forces that had to go over to that fucking dump known as Wuhan, China, and root through their garbage. Boy, that had to be a fucking fun day at work. Uh, it's unclear how they got it, uh, and they're looking through it. As soon as they decipher it, they'll let us know, which they will or won't, because you remember you have to remember you're working with this Biden group where somebody in his own party says she doesn't care if it costs her $200,000 a year to be secure. Fuck the police. What about, what, what, what about a single mom who's, who's working three jobs, who can't afford $200,000 a year? Do her kids not deserve protection? We ain't got police out. Those kids don't have any protection. But you know what? Cori Bush knows all, so I, I shouldn't question Cori Bush. She is probably the smartest woman we've ever had in, in our country. Cori Bush, Democrat from Missouri. You wonder why I hate that fucking state so much. Uh, I think it's only going to get worse. I personally know two people who have had received the vaccine, and they recently have been diagnosed with COVID. All right, Pammy, let me ask you. They've been diagnosed with pet. Are they sick? Are they hospital ridden? I, I, I'd like to know. Remember Ancestry.com and the other companies? That's how they obtained the DNA. Corey Bush works for low lives like George Floyd. Yeah? I'd like to point out, I believe there are currently three statues of George Floyd now in this country. Three statues honoring a man. And that big, long thread that I talk about, sick but not hospitalized. Okay. So they got a cold. Okay. I want you to think about this. It was so important that we got George Floyd statues up so quickly. We're putting up statues. We're honoring felons. I I know they scrubbed his record clean in Houston where he had those prior felonies. But we've allowed that to go. And we tear down statues of Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln, the president that freed slaves, didn't care enough about black lives. 
That was what was said when they took down his statue. But I'd like to point out it was between 2016 and 2020 that we're living in the Orwellian 1984 era or the idiocracy era. Now we're back. We're fine. We're fixed now. Joe Biden is fixing us. If MLK were alive today, he'd be ashamed of America. He, yeah, yeah, he would. He would be absolutely. I, I tell you this right now. I will say. I'll go on the record and say it. If Martin Luther King Jr. was alive today, I think he would hate his own race. I said it. I'm not afraid of it. He would hate this race. Martin Luther King Jr. wasn't about affirmative action. He wasn't about the Rooney rule in the NFL. He just wanted a fair shot. Not any more, not any less. He wanted to be, I can't get a fucking interview to get a head coaching job in the NFL. Why not? Because I don't have an experience. Well, uh, well, there's a lot of guys who don't have head coaching experience that are getting interviews based on the color of their skin. <laughs> Why did George Floyd cross the street? Because he was on a gurney. <laughs> Man, I want to tell that one on my TikTok jokes. By the way, TikTok jokes, here, here's some levity for everybody. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. I might try that one tomorrow. I might do that one, B-Coop. I might steal that one from you. Uh, what's the difference? Oh, this one I'm very proud of. What's the difference between a farmer and Simone Biles? One bails hay, the other bails on her country. Why do men find it difficult to make eye contact? Because tits don't have eyes. And why does Ellen DeGeneres not have a kitchen? Because she only eats out. So there you go. Those are, those are today's moments of levity. Why did George Floyd cross the road? Because he was on a gurney. <laughs> I just got kicked off for a day. Man, oh, man. I don't know. Maybe I'll use it. We'll we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, Tucker Carlson was at it again last night uh, or two nights ago, blasting CDC director Rochelle Walensky for extending eviction moratorium and making it. Are you ready for this? This 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 uh, this moratorium that's been moved on. Tim, what's up, buddy? How you doing? Um. If landlords try to force tenants to pay, that will be, are you ready for this, a federal crime. So his question is, do you really own your house? Do you own the house that maybe you're renting out? The answer is no. This new 60-day ban covers counties with substantial COVID transmission rate, about 82% of the country. 
and more than 90% of the population. So it's pretty much everybody again. More than 15 million people are behind on rent. They owe more than $20 billion to landlords, including this one landlord that was on TV yesterday. And I, I have to read his story because it's too good not to read his story. A landlord is out $24,000 because of this eviction moratorium. And he says his tenants are busy buying boats. North Carolina landlord says he's out 24 grand in unpaid rent from tenants. And one renter bought three boats over the course of the eviction moratorium. Buddy Shoup is the man who na- is he owns 35 properties across the state. They has been forced to maintain the properties and hemorrhage costs while the federal government slowly dribbles out rental assistance of which only 7% has been doled out to renters in need. He goes on to say the money was used. They went and bought brand new boats. But I mean, you know, in a time of crisis like what we've been through, you're evidently getting money from somewhere, but it's not getting to me. And it is a federal crime if he tries and gets it. I'm not talking about the bank owning it, Tim. I'm talking when you own a property, and it sounds like this guy owns quite a few properties. By the way, does that work for the bank? Can the bank foreclose on this guy? Because you know what this guy is going to be portrayed as. This guy is going to be portrayed as this evil white man who's bought up all these property and he charges people rent. Well, that's what people do with their money. Some people waste it on hats with the letter A on it. And then some people take their money and they buy property after property so they can make more money. This fucking poor guy. And I, I, I'm going to tell you right now, he's lost more than 24 grand. I mean, if he owns 35 properties across the state, that means he's only lost about two grand a month from this. He's going to lose a lot more. I, I don't I, I don't get it, man. I, I just, I honestly, I don't understand how people in America could let this happen and then continue to flaunt it. What, what? Look at me. I got a new boat. I ain't got to pay no rent. But him as the landlord, he has to keep upgrades up on the house. So if something breaks in the house, guess what? These people who are not paying rent call him, and he has to fix it. I'd be like, fuck you. The first thing that I'd be fixing is the locks. Yeah, bring on your federal crime. You want to arrest me, you better bring the fucking National Guard. You better call the Marine Corps in. Because if I put locks on my doors and I'm waiting for you, I'm going to be well armed. I'm just telling you that right now. Uh, these people are so fucking retarded. The Supreme Court said this is already unconstitutional, and the CDC overstepped. Of these people want to continue the moratorium. It has to go through Congress. The Constitution is toilet paper, people. 
I don't, I, I know it is now. I don't believe in my heart of heart that the Constitution is a big piece of shit paper. But it is. It's been turned into that because we do whatever we want. Why is no one except me, and, and when I say except me this time, it is me. Why has no one talked about impeachment for this president right now? If we're so on the ball with impeachment, this president is going ahead with something unconstitutional. That is against his oath of office. When you break that oath of office, you are no longer fit to lead this country. Not that Joe Biden was ever fit to lead this country. Corn Pop was a bad dude. If Corn Pop didn't like him, nobody liked him. The federal rental assistance program should be the tenant has to put an application starting who their landlord is and the amount of rent uh, red and the rent goes directly from the federal government to the landlord, not to the tenant ever. Well, that's how it should be, yes. But it's not that way. Biden wants to burn the Constitution as he doesn't like how it restricts his authority. Oh, my God. I, 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 get, I, I really do get worked up about this. Christopher says the hats aren't a waste of money. They're fucking off. Well, I appreciate it. Look, they, they're important to me. I'm not going to put down things that are important to people, okay? This guy wants to buy 35 different properties and make money off that? Great. I like hats. I was just making an example. That's what people do with their money. When the moratorium ends, the axe will come down and heads are going to roll. When people lose their homes, BlackRock is going to buy up all the houses for pennies on the dollar, and all those privately held homes will now be rental homes held by a giant corporation. You know what? I hope so. I, I, I truly hope that, especially for those people that are buying boats. People that are buying boats right now and not paying your rent. Why don't you live in your boat, you sack of shit? I, I, I have zero time for you. And, and Tim, as much as I want to believe that, no. Mm-mm. Ain't going to happen. I'm just, I, I'm, I'm just going to tell you here, right here, right now. Well, let's mark the day, shall we? Friday, August the 6th. Ooh, new Ted Lasso today. Kick ass. I can do that when I'm fucking passed out later. My prediction of 2021. This is this is my biggest prediction of the year. The federal government will follow California's play. And the federal government, by the way, that means you guys. <laughs> means all of us. Federal government will pay all those rentals back. Just telling you. You don't believe me? Arnie, that'll be way too no 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 it won't. Look, look, this new this new infrastructure bill, I don't know, has it passed? Has the infrastructure bill passed? Because have you seen what's in there? Every new car now will be equipped with a breathalyzer. So and, and by the way, you're gonna have to use that before you start your car. So what they're saying is that they think you are guilty. Before presuming your innocence. I don't like drunk driving. Drunk driving is illegal. 
But if you've never done it before, you don't have a breathalyzer in your car. Why are there breathalyzers in cars now? That's it, It's in the bill. Every new car built in America, and that's Toyota, Honda, Chevy, everything that's built here in America will now have a breathalyzer in there. And you can say, well, that's great for safety. No, it's not great for safety. Mouthwash has alcohol in it. There's a lot of things that have alcohol in it that you don't get drunk with. Your car won't start because you gargled too much that morning. You lose your job. I, I, I mean, this is craziness. Biden said he knows it's unconstitutional, but it will get sent to the courts, but that will get hold up for a while there. He's buying time for Congress to settle this. Yes. And what he's doing is he wants Congress to pay off all those rents. And why does he want them to pay off all the rents? Because everybody will be happy with the Democrats that they paid their rent in their time of need. And they will thank them in the midterm elections. You know, the ones where all Democrats are pretty much going to be voted out of office. Money is not real anymore. It's just monopoly money, these people. You're right about that. It also raises the cost of a new car. Oh, God, yeah. You know those backup cameras? You know how everybody likes those backup cameras? Because some lady got too lazy to look behind her and fucking ran over a kid. So she went to fucking General Motors, and she went to all the car makers. And this is why... There, there are, are backup cameras now because people are too lazy to turn the fuck around. Or they're too lazy to get their kids inside so they won't back them over with a car. So that adds about, well, now it's not as much. But when it first started, you remember the first time you saw somebody's backup cam, you're like, oh, that's awesome. That was $10,000 added to your car. $10,000. And now it's standard. It's mesmerizing what stupidity leads to in this country. That way they will become more dependent on the government. In other words, they will be a serf class. Yes, they, that, that's what they want. They want you to be serfs. You see, this is the fast track to communism. I know what I read you earlier about the Nazis and the Nazis were socialists. Well, the Nazis didn't do it quite enough. They want to do all this. They want to ban your guns. They want to take down statues of of leaders. They want to change the way you're taught in school. They want to indoctrinate you with their ideas. Fucking free learning or learning on your own. Fuck that. You just need to know what the government wants you to know. When the government takes control of all property, is that when the Civil War begins? I I think it's going to start even sooner than that. And the problem is when they pay all your rents, you're going to fucking feel uh, you're going to feel an obligation to them to join their side against the other people. Well, they did pay our rent. It's disgusting. It's sickening. It's dumb. 
It's not American. That's the problem that I have the most. It's not American at all. What we're doing is not what my father fought in Korea for. It's not what men gave their lives for in World War II. It's not what the, the, these Vietnam veterans who came home to be spit on. This is not the country that they envisioned. If you ever see a Vietnam veteran, you should go out of your way to say thank you to that person. Now, here's one of the lies they tell you here. And I love this. They have now turned the virus into a boogeyman. The virus will find you and infect you. Experts dire warning to unvaccinated Americans. As COVID cases increased 277% in three weeks, and the average daily deaths in America surpassed 400 for the first time since June. Wait a second. So, so daily deaths from this are 400 people a day. Well, we got to ban them fucking cars. Once again, we can go down. We, we, I can cover this stupid with the stupid. Got to buy any, ban anything that clogs your arteries because that kills a bunch of people every day. Cars kill people every day. Oh, we got to buy the the number one killer of people: household accidents. Ban houses. See that that once we ban houses, you don't have to worry about rent anymore. I love it. Mm-hmm. Jesus. 490 COVID deaths were reported with a seven-day rolling average of 411 for the first time. The average hit. The White House has seven states, Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Louisiana, Missouri, Mississippi, and Texas account for half the new cases and hospitalizations. Cases in Florida have risen 76% in two weeks from an average of 10,000 to 18,000 a day. You know what? Maybe us here, uh, uh, maybe us folks here in the South just ain't too worried about it. How about you just fucking leave us alone? You know that act of northern aggression that you guys spurred upon us in 1861? How about we go back to that? How about we draw a big old line at the Mason-Dixon line? Oh, you can't have Texas, though. Oh, that's that's too bad. You, you can't have our economy here. Mm, you're going to fight us now? Okay. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Um, let's see. Let's keep this shit going, shall we? By the way, uh, they're working on this now. Uh, if you're not vaccinated, guess what? You can't fly. There's a no-fly list going around for unvaccinated people. So if there's a no-fly list, if you have to have a vaccination to fly, which is the government telling people, telling private business, the airlines, even though they do pretty much own the airlines and the airlines. You see, this is the, the airlines is a perfect example. It's a perfect example of what happens. When the airlines a few years ago, and it seems like every year since then, need bailing out by the federal government because they don't know how to run a business, 
the government's there. Here you go. Here's billions upon billions of dollars for you. And what has happened? The airlines have followed suit, and they do pretty much whatever the government tells them to do. Oh, 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 Massa, Massa, you want masks? Okay, Massa, we'll make sure everybody has a mask on on the plane and in the airport. Senator Rand Paul said the CDC says you're not supposed to get uh, vaccinated if you've been infected within three months. So what are we going to do? Tell people they can't fly for three months, even according to the CDC. So it makes no sense. It's complete collectivism. And all these people are the same people who hooted and hollered and said Trump is leading us to authoritarianism, whatever that word is. Remember, this is all Donald Trump's fault. Let's go back. The vaccine, I'm surprised they haven't come out and said the reason why the vaccine doesn't work is because Donald Trump put it together. Uh, I'm not kidding. By the way, the governor of the state of Texas is calling for another special section since the fucking assholes in uh, in the Texas state legislature are still in, who's he, what's it, Washington, D.C., because they're all a bunch of cowards. Now, before we get to New York, let, I, I, I found this story yesterday, and I laughed, and I laughed, and I laughed. How great is this? That Gavin Newsom has come out and said, the recall is unfair. Effects will be felt across the country. Ooh, the election's going to be on September 14th. When asked uh, uh, if he believes his actions and policies have justified a fair recall effort, no, not at all. Look, if you don't like me, just vote me out at the start of the primary next year. Gavin, people fucking hate you. They don't just dislike you. They hate your guts. Now, the problem is is that you're probably going to get reelected. I know it says it's neck and neck right now. But come on. How, do, do you think they've fixed the balloting in California? Do you think that, look, I, I, I don't know who, I, I haven't paid attention to it. Do you think Larry Elder is really going to win? Do you think Caitlyn Jenner has a, 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 a chance I mean, that's almost as crazy as saying that Joe Biden could beat Donald Trump. Oh, wait. It happened. I just, I I did this story for the reason that he has come out and said, it's not fair. Aunt Nancy, Aunt Nancy, it's not fair. It's not fair. They're recalling me. They don't like me. Douglas says, I got my sample ballot yesterday, and there's so many candidates, and and that's the problem. There are a lot of candidates, but what they're missing is a lot of good candidates. I'm not saying that Larry Elder is a bad guy. Is that his name, Larry Elder? 
uh, former talk show host or whatever, conservative talk show host. Caitlyn Jenner is just a farce. I don't know who else is in it because I, I honestly, I, I've given up on that, the politics in that state. I know how everything's going to go. It's going to go L. It's going to go liberal. It's going to go left. It's going to go for the Democrats. Let me ask you this, Douglas. Are there are there Democrats running? Or is it just all Republicans? I mean, if I was a Democrat right now and I was thinking about running for governor, this would be the time I'd want to get elected. There is only one right answer to the first question on the ballot, and it's yes. Yes. Oh, there are Democrats running. Okay, that's interesting. That is very, very interesting. Those people will be shunned out of the party because they have spit on Nancy's little boy, her little nephew. Now, speaking of a guy who is yet to be recalled, yet to resign, the president's not even calling for him to resign. We're talking about Andrew Cuomo, who has pretty much, he's he's become the Richard Dawson of, of governors. When he sees a lady, he just goes up and fucking max with her. Well, these are the 10 disgusting details from the Cuomo sexual harassment case. Number one, stop and frisky. The report includes corroborated allegations from women identified as trooper number one, who was transferred to the governor's uh, protective service unit at his request, She testified that the governor made a series of unwanted advances, including running his hand across her stomach while she held a door open for him in an event. How about rule number two, or or, uh, 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 reason number two, detail number two? Trooper one, the female, described a conversation with Cuomo in which the governor said his ideal girlfriend would be someone who could handle pain. It's not usually a conversation you have with your security detail. Gross out thing number three. According to the report, Cuomo told his uh, aide, Charlotte Bennett, who was considering getting a tattoo for her birthday, that she should get it on her butt where it could not be seen. The governor, who is widely suspected to have pierced nipples, Why does he have pierced nipples? Also asked Bennett whether she had piercings on any part of her body besides her ears. She described the conversation as, quote, painfully awkward. Number four, the good listener. Bennett, a victim of sexual assault, described another awkward conversation she had with the governor about her plans to give a speech about sexual violence at her alma mater. She recalled being traumatized when Cuomo told her, you were raped? You were raped and abused? You were raped and abused and assaulted? Maybe 17 times in a row and wouldn't stop? The conversation eventually moved on to other topics, such as which celebrities Cuomo wanted to sleep with and his dream of driving a woman into the mountains on his motorcycle. Number five, the premonition. Cuomo once declared, I'm very funny. Reportedly joked that Bennett looked like an alien from the movie Predator when she wore a mask. 
He continued to say, if I were investigated for sexual harassment, I would have to say I told her she looked like a monster. He said laughing. Then there's number six, the spider trick. The governor leaned in with his face close to uh, Virginia Limitus' cheek and said, I'm going to say I see a spider on your shoulder. Before brushing his hand in the area between her shoulder and breasts, between, above her collar or below her collarbone, she was shocked and immediately informed another number of attendees of what happened. Let's see. Uh, the woke poke. When questioned to why he requested Trooper 1 be transferred to his detail, despite lacking the necessary qualifications, he said the decision was based on his desire to increase diversity. He testified he was on a constant alert to recruit more women, blacks, and Asians to the police detail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last one here says also listed as an unofficial damage control advisor to the governor is Liz Smith, the ex-lover of Elliot Spitzer, the governor. Who was married at the time of their relationship? He most, look, man, this guy is a fucking perv. Why is he still in office? Pick up lines by Cuomo. Hey, baby, anyone ever tell you to look like a predator? No shit. Hey, do you want a pardon? Well, eat my ass, and I'll say I pardon you. Ha <laughs> ha. Jesus. Uh. Now, I do like this, and, and I imagine this is going to get run out of courts. I, I will end this segment with a bit of good news here. New York County passes a bill that will allow cops to sue rioters. Bravo. Somebody's fucking finally using their head. Now, I'm, I'm not saying that rioters have a lot of money. But it's about time the cops can get something if they get hurt by one of these fucking assholes that's out there. Uh, A bill passed by the Nassau County Legislation on Long Island enhances the legal rights of police to shield themselves from attacks based on their occupation. I'm very happy about this. I hope that they can move this to California. I mean, fuck. It is in New York. So hopefully, maybe California will smarten up and and, and go to this. Uh, Hold on, I got to move some stuff around here. We got to move that and this. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, Willie Nelson tickets are on sale. Purchase tickets. Let's see how much tickets are for Willie. See all shows. Let's see. Uh, no, no, I want to see Willie. Bob, Kid Rock, where's Willie? Where the hell? There we go. Purchase tickets. $150 to see fucking Willie Nelson? You can go fucking eat a ball. Ain't pay no $150. I love Willie Nelson, but God damn. $150 bucks to see him? Oregon, Washington need it more than California. Oh, you're right. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're absolutely right. I think every state needs it, just in case. It, it, it's ridiculous. 
it's so ridiculous that police can't fucking sue these assholes. But hey, whatever it is. Because right now, we're moving on, baby. It is time once again for Celebrity Deathmatch Olympic Edition. Olympic Zeros. Oh, shit. Stop my music. See, I stopped it because I was thinking, oh, you know what would be better music for today? This would. This would be way better, yeah. Celebrity as death match is happening, and we're gonna do it now. This is where we call out losers who don't give all of theirs to the country. There you go. All right, you get it? Yeah, you, you, you understand what we're doing here, all right? So let's just do this. All right, here we go. You can use Kurt Angle's theme, too. That is very true. Oh, wow, hold on a second here. Let's see something here. Let's see. We'll go. Oh, man. Soundtrack. Wait, hold on. I, I'm not going to play this right now. I wish I could find this uh, record. No. Oh, no. I'm playing Steve Austin music right now, but. Oh, Jim Johnson. Okay, maybe that's where it'll be. Hold on a second here. Let's see something here. Songs. Jim Johnson. J. Jam. Jump, 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 jump. There's O's. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm just doing a little work here. Oh, wait. Jim Johnson. All right, here we go. Uh-huh. Uh, show and playlist share strong. I, I, no. Uh, oh, show album in library. Okay. How about that? Okay, there we go. Who else is on here? I'll fucking work on it later. Don't worry about it. You know I've got you guys. Store library. I want my library back. Okay, there we go. All right, let's go, let's go. Uh, all right, number one here. First matchup we've got, ladies and gentlemen. You can use Bruce Jenner's music, too. It's kind of a uh, knife cutting through something really important. All right, first matchup, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages. Here we go. Olympic zeros. I give you this year's biggest zero out there. They called her a goat. She ain't no goat. She's a hag. I give you the one and only Simone Biles, who quit on her team this year, taking on another Olympic, was it at one time great, Greg Luganis, who banged his head on the springboard, busted wide open in the pool, and he was HIV positive and knew it and still didn't tell anybody. Simone Biles versus Greg Luganis, ass family, who ya got? Yes, we're voting for the worst one you think of the two, Douglas. Whichever one you think is the worst.
We have ourselves a winner, ass family. It was a lot closer than I thought it would be. But ladies and gentlemen, our first idiot is Simone Biles moves on. Simone Biles moves on. Now, our next group of Olympic zeros. This poor guy, he went back the next Olympics and made up for this, but it still was bad when it happened. Olympic speed skater Dan Jennings. You remember Dan Jennings? He's circling. And, yeah, it was a sad story, but he ate it. He ate it in qualifications, and he ate it in the medal round. Dan Jennings. And he is taking on the Iranian women's volleyball team. They have to play the game head-to-toe covered. So Dan Jennings versus the Iranian volleyball team. Ask family, who is the bigger zero in that case? Shocker there. Ladies and gentlemen, we have ourselves a winner. The winner is the Iranian women's volleyball team. Feel bad for them poor gals. All right, next matchup. Here we go. Are you ready for this one? The first one is this girl who's being heralded as a hero. Her name is Pamela Ware. She's a diver from Canada who this year pretty much just fucked it all up and fell into the pool scoring a 0.0. And people are saying she's amazing for doing that. So Pamela Ware or our girl Tanya Harding, who just whacked the shit out of Nancy Kerrigan's leg. Why? Why? She doesn't like you. Why? No, nobody likes you. That, that's why. You keep asking, I keep telling you, shut up. I'll hit you with the fucking stick, lady. So there we go. Ask family, Pamela Ware, the Canadian diver, or America's own little badass, the one and only, Tanya Harding. By, uh, by the way, who you got?
Christopher, you are correct, my friend. You are correct in this instant. Tanya Harding is finally a winner. She moves on. Tanya Harding moves on. Here we go. Final matchup of the Eastern Conference of Olympic Zeros. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the swimmer of all swimmers. The guy who kicked down a bathroom door in Brazil. The one and only dumbest American athlete of all time, Ryan Lochte. Taking on Canadian sprinter extraordinaire, the man who beat Carl Lewis. And it was found out he cheated the entire time because he was using steroids. Ben Johnson. Ryan Lockley, the idiot, versus Ben Johnson, the cheater. Ask family, I ask you this. Ryan or Ben, who ya got? This one is the tough one. We are neck and neck as this thing is heading into its final lap. Oh, oh, we've got we've got a leader. Someone is taking the lead. And the lead was enough to withstand the final BJ from Mike. Ladies and gentlemen, Ryan Lochte. Ryan Lochte moves on. Wow. All right. Now we got to find out who is going to be on the face of the Mount Rushmore. Ask family, I ask you this question. What is worse? Bailing on America, saying you're the greatest of all time, and because you don't like the scoring systems, or you don't think they're being fair, you decide to take your little ball and go home, and then, oh, wait, I'll come back for this last event, and I'll win a bronze medal. I give you the one and only Simone Biles taking on. These poor gals have nothing to say about it. It's just comical to watch them play beach volleyball in hijabs or hijabs and full-on burkas. I give you the Iranian women's volleyball team. Which one's worse, Simone Biles or the women's volleyball team in Iran? Ask family, I ask you. Who ya got? Volleyball team, they're explosive players. (laughs) Here we go. We have ourselves a winner.
ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. What the hell were we voting on? God damn it. What was I? Yeah, it was Simone Biles. Yeah, Simone Biles. There we go. Simone Biles. She moves on. Simone Biles is on the face of Mount Rushmore. And who joins her up there? Well, we're going to find out right here, right now. Two of the biggest embarrassments ever in Olympic history. Tanya Harding for her galooling Nancy Kerrigan's leg. And just for being white trash. Taking on Ryan Lochte. Swimmer who went to a party, got drunk, decided to fight some Brazilian cops, and then lied about the whole thing. So, ask family, I ask you, Tanya Harding, Ryan Lochte, who ya got? We have ourselves a winner, ass family. Ladies and gentlemen, Tanya Harding moves on. Oh, this is a a beautiful, beautiful start to the Mount Rushmore. Both Simone Biles and Tanya Harding are on there. We will find out who joins them after the next segment here at ArnieRadio.com. I hear people talking bad about the way we have to live here in this country. Harping on wars, we fight and griping about the way things ought to be. And I don't mind them switching sides and standing up for things they believe in. When they're running down my country, man, they're walking on the fighting side of me. Yeah, walking on the fighting side of me Running down the way of life I'm fighting and thought I'd die to be If you don't love it, leave it Let this song I'm singing be a warning You running down my country, man You walking on the fighting side of me guy who claims he just don't believe in fight and I wonder just how long the rest of us can count on being free they love our milk and honey but they preach about some other way of living when they're running down my country horse they're walking on the fighting side of me 
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. Uh, welcome back to the big show. We are in the middle of Celebrity Ass Deathmatch. First round is done. Simone Biles, Tanya Harding have moved on. They will be on the Mount Rushmore of Olympic Zeros. B. Coop says there's a Netflix show. Tanya Harding, Vigilante. She goes around kneecapping BLM, Newsom, Pelosi, Fauci, Cuomo, dog shit, jerk off, Fred Durst. No, 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 no. Nobody touches Fred Durst until August 22nd. Then beat the piss out of him. August 21st, they're playing in Austin, and I have tickets. I'm going to that show. I might beat up some millennials that night. I don't know. Depends on how much crystal meth I can get my hands on. I'd like to take a chance to remind everyone to check out today's Ass Mover Review on the Horny State Show Facebook page. Leave a like. Yes. Christopher, uh, I had no idea because I might go see this movie this weekend. Uh, Suicide Squad. I might see it. I don't know. But he went and saw it. He got, he, I, we, I, I sent him a lot of my credentials because I don't get to the movies that much being in Texas now. Like they have the West Coast premieres. And he went to the big red carpet gala last night. And, and by the way, Christopher, man, just... Yeah, just keep knocking them out of the park, dude. This review is fantastic. See, this is what I like. This is what I like about the reviews. And this is why I do them this way, too, is because they're reviews from fans. They're not reviews from some stuffed shirt at a newspaper or a guy who has to see 58 movies, you know, a week. This guy's a fan. And, I like, when it comes to professional reviewers, there's only a couple that I will listen to because they are fans. Mark, Mark Allen is one of them because he's a fan of cinema. He's a fan of movies. I love movies. I love the movie theater experience. And all these streaming services, they, they, I think they're going to fuck things up. They're going to try to. I mean, look, Scarlett Johansson suing, Mark Wahlberg is going to sue. Those aren't small names. Keep the movie-going experience alive, man. And, man, Christopher, great job again. Yeah, so please go to the social media page. Go to the Facebook page. See his review there. Give him a like. He deserves that. Uh, all right. Also, at ArnieRadio.com, the actual website, you can go there, and there's a link that will allow you to buy tickets to my stand-up comedy show on my 50th birthday. Look at that. The golden birthday is happening, and I will be in Sacramento. September 17th, Esquire IMAX Theater, downtown Sacramento. Go down there. Get, get, get your tickets, and we're going to have a great time that night. It's going to be a stand-up show that you remember for the rest of your life. I promise. I promise. Now, let's get back to the show. Now, I find this this story was everywhere yesterday, and I think it's so great. And the, the nonchalantness about Bill Gates is truly, truly remarkable. He was interviewed by Captain Cocksmoker himself, Anderson Cooper, yesterday. And this question... Can you explain your relationship with Epstein? Did you have any concerns? Uh, was there ever any concerns you had about it? Oh, certainly. Uh, uh, let, me, let me just go ahead and stop right there. Uh, you know, I had several dinners with him. 
uh, mm-hmm. you know, hoping that uh, what he said about getting billions of philanthropy for global health uh, through uh, contacts that he had might emerge, you know, when it looked like... Really, 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 contacts for global health, a bunch of 14 and 15-year-old girls? I- I'll let it continue. It wasn't a real thing. That relationship ended, but it was a huge mistake uh, to spend time with him, to give him the credibility of, you know, being there. There there were lots of others uh, in that same situation, but I... Oh, man, he sounds like a penis. Well, if that were the case, fucking Anderson Cooper would have been all over it. Bill Gates came out in an interview and said, oh, I made a huge mistake. You know what? Hey, hey, you know what? It's 2021 now. That that ain't going to fly. That, that That's not going to fly because we know too much. We know your wife didn't like him, and you were like, fuck you, bitch. I'm still going to hang out with him. He didn't quit. Look, look, I'm just going to say it right now. He did not quit Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, you're too tough to quit. I can't quit you. Isn't that the, the Brokeback Mountain line? Somebody saw that fucking movie? I didn't see it. But isn't it funny? Isn't it truly funny that he comes out now? Oh, yeah, it was. he's a bad guy. I don't think he was probably saying all that before. And and by the way, of course they didn't ask him about the island. Of course they didn't go out and say, well, have you ever been to the island? He goes on in the interview, his his marriage has a very sad milestone. Melinda is a great person, and that partnership coming to an end is a great personal sadness. Not a partnership, you were fucking married. This ain't Ben and Jerry breaking up. This is your wife, dude. You know, till death do you part, you scumbag. Jeffrey Epstein is a bad dude. Yeah, he's he's like Corn Pop. I think Corn Pop would come out and say Jeffrey Epstein is a bad dude. See, and this is the thing. Bill Gates, he can get canceled. He's rich enough to not even worry about it. People are still going to use Microsoft. They're still going to get their Windows. They're still going to do all this kind of stuff, but Bill Gates won't be the... The, the cover boy anymore. Bill Gates is, he, I'll just say it right now. Bill Gates is uncancelable. Uncancelable. This is just more of the wasn't me behavior. He's so full of shit. Yeah, he is. Oh, yeah, he was a bad guy. Yeah, oh, as soon as I found out he couldn't help me. I mean, yeah, it did take a you know quite a long time, several years, before I figured he couldn't help me, and I cut him loose. I cut him loose the day after he hung himself. Wink, wink. Now, do I think that Bill Gates touched underage girls? I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to get sued. If you could see the way my head was nodding, though, you would know my answer. I made a mistake. Shut up, Bill. See that you you used to be able to get away with that. Bill Bill Cosby probably I dazzle, I made a mistake uh using the quaalude flazzle dazzle to poop how. I should have let the alcohol just take its course. Flazzle dazzle and then put my pudding pop right in there. Oh hoo ha. I mean honestly. Like, like okay, real real quick, real quick. 
we got to do an impromptu version of our new game. You make the call. Ass ASS presents You Make the Call. You're hitchhiking. Okay? And two cars stop for you. One car, and you get to ride in the back seat of either car. In one car is Freddy and Jason. Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street. They stop to pull you over. In the other car is Jeffrey Epstein and Bill Gates. Which car would you get in? No, Douglas, that's not, no, Douglas, you can't do that. You have to get in one of these cars. Nobody's getting in any cars. Oh, I'm definitely getting in the car with Freddie and Jason. Oh, yeah, yeah, because I, I, I don't want it. Look, here's the thing. If you get in the car with Freddie and Jason, you're probably going to die, right? You're going to get stabbed. You're going to get beheaded, something like that. Something bad's going to happen. If you ride in Epstein and Bill Gates' car, there is a distinct possibility that Bill Gates will try to smear his penis on your mustache area. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Bill Gates fumbling around through his pocket protector, whips it out, and then slaps it right on your face. Andrew says, I'll go with Freddie and Jason. The end will be swift, and I won't have to be sold on why I need new window antivirus. <laughs> Bill Gates is dancing around the car. Jeffrey, Jeffrey, have they passed out yet? Have they passed out yet? You got to use more. This, this person's older than 13, Jeffrey. You got to use more of the knockout stuff. You totally redeem yourself for your walk. Freddie and Jason are just misrepresented. I'm sure they're actually nice people. Freddie has been so busy chasing people in their dreams that he forgot to chase his own. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Uh, all right. Ultra-wealthy Americans. And by the way, let me just say, bon voyage. Ultra-wealthy Americans are renouncing their citizenship in increasing numbers. Bye, Felicia. Hey, hey, don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. Get out. You don't like America? Toodles. Hey, hey, I, I, I don't like this dual citizenship shit, okay? I'm quite a xenophobe when it comes to that shit. And I just saw a picture of another one of the alleged associates of, uh, what's his name, Anthony uh, or Epstein, Tom Hanks. 
and his actress-turned-lounge-singer wife, Rita Wilson. By the way, not that good a singer. Thank God she's got the bankroll of Tom Hanks behind her. I bet, you know what, I bet you Rita Wilson did this. She said, Tom, if you don't want me to tell the truth, then you're going to fucking fund my singing career. He's like, done. I'll just make another Toy Story movie. And showed them vacationing in Greece, where they're now citizens. I remember they were given honorary citizenship there, so they have dual citizenship. According to IRS data, 6,700 Americans gave up their citizenship, a 237% increase. Uh, They report the U.S. passport lost a big chunk of its value in 2020. Some of the reasons the richest Americans want to leave are the handling of the pandemic, general social unrest, and perhaps uh, the presidential election. So why do people leave now? They're boys in office. Oh, oh, they they understand. See, this is the problem. The ultra-wealthy, they understand the problem. You're going to be taxed out the ass to be an American now. If you're wealthy, why be wealthy in America? The government's going to take care of you. And what they're going to do to people who make it on their own and, and, and make these gobs of money is they're going to punish you. I'm sorry. Did I just catch the Batman citizens? No, I'm not doing Batman right now. But no, the, these people are leaving. Fine, go, get out, see ya. A firm that specializes in citizenship by investment program previously told the insider the wealthy had just to adjust to not being able to travel for work or pleasure, which led to a desire to diversity passports. Bye. I, look, if you don't want to live in America, that's fine. If you're ultra wealthy, but don't come running back here. When you break an incredibly stupid law, wherever the fuck you are, and go, well, they can't treat me like that. Well, they can because now you're a citizen, dummy. I, I, are, are we missing something here? Is, is there something that's not, that not computing to people? Yes, America is not the same America we were just a year and a half ago. We have to suffer through lockdowns. We have to walk walk around in masks. They want to indoctrinate our children with some kind of bullshit theory that all white people are bad. Why don't they just come out and say that they want to enslave white people? Why not just come out and say it? And I'm not trying to be a race baiter here, and I'm not trying to be some kind of bastion of hate. But every time something happens, in that incredibly long thread I read the other day, when George Floyd's neck was being sat on by Derek Chauvin, that also happened to a white man that same week. Pretty much the exact same thing, minus the drugs in his system. Yet that story wasn't reported because that was a white-on-white crime. Derek Chauvin's a bad cop. Now, does that make him a racist? Not necessarily. By the way, 
him killing George Floyd, does that make him a racist? Okay, there's the question. I, I, I'd like to know, ask family what you think. When Derek Chauvin sat on the neck of George Floyd, was that an act of racism? Well, you know what? Wait, wait, hold on before I play the music. Or was it just murder? One of the two. Was it racism? Or was it a cop using his authority wrong and murdering a suspect? says, no, he was a shitty cop, just murder. If George was white and he acted the same, how would it be different? It was murder, in my opinion. That's Douglas. Poor policing and manslaughter, misuse of authority. Like I said, it happened. It happened to a white man in America, and it wasn't reported. So why was this an act of racism? Because it fit the narrative. It fit the clash. Yeah, you're right. It wasn't murder, manslaughter. Okay, my bad. There was no racism involved. It was simply an awful police officer, police brutality, same as any other person it happens to. Well, then please tell me. I, I, I agree with you guys. But why did it set off all this race debate in this country? Hmm? Think about it. Because that sells newspapers. It gets people to turn on the TV. This is nothing but a, a, a hyper-glamorized story that they happen to get video on. By the way, by the way, I remember watching the entire video. The entire video. Not just the time that Derek Chauvin was stepping on his neck. The time when they walked him out of the store, walked him down the street, across the street... Then back down the street to try to get in the cruiser. He got in, but then he climbed out the other side immediately. By the way, there was an Asian cop there, another white cop, and a black cop. I didn't hear the N-word used. I didn't hear any of it. Now, does that take away from Derek Chauvin and what he did? No. No. It shows he's a shitty cop. And that shitty cop should be in prison for what he did. So why why is it a racist thing? Why has this all been based about race? Because that's where we go in this country. It's used so much. And by the way, why didn't anybody have the balls to say, including me at the time, because I wasn't even thinking about this. It, it just hit me right now. Nobody on any of the media platforms out there, from Tucker Carlson to Anderson Cooper to anybody, tried to say, wait a second, this isn't a race thing. This is a police brutality thing. 
Well, police brutality happened on a black citizen. Well, the same police brutality happened on a white citizen as well, and nobody's talking about it. So why is this a thing? Um, Because the race debates have been going on since Obama. For every George Floyd, there are 10 more we never hear about. Yep. What's the difference between George Floyd and the submarine? When placed under pressure, George Floyd dies. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Racism sells ads from the media. It's just being used as a tool to divide us even further. Yes. Look, man, it's sickening when you think about it. When you actually sit down and think, wait a second. And I had that moment yesterday. I had that moment of clarity. And I said, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Why is this a race issue? It's a cop not doing his job. Cop didn't say the N-word. Cop didn't do anything except his job poorly. He didn't even do his job. He, he fucking sat on a dude's neck. He should be in prison, which is where he is. Andrew gets the correct mundo. All right, hold on a second here. Andrew? Correct mundo. There it is. So the next time one of these stories happens, and we have video of it, I want you to listen to that video. If nobody's saying anything of racial statue or anything like that, how's it racist? Just wondering. I, I'd love, I, I would love for somebody to tell me why. I, you can call me at 775-357-FANS. I will give you the floor. I will let you explain yourself. I will not interrupt you. But when it is my turn to retort, you will not interrupt me. Any takers on why I'm wrong about this, why this is clearly racism. How? It's a white man using his authority over a black man. What about the white cop who used his authority over a white man in the exact same way? What's that? Uh, Andrew says, I'm wondering why nobody has brought up the fact that there are now mixed, uh, ra- more mixed race couples than ever before in the country. If we're so racist, I don't think that would be happening. Look, look, Andrew, Andrew, Andrew. That right there, that, that, that question right there is, is, is too thought-provoking. Remember how Donald Trump was a racist? Remember that? Remember how he actually uh, gave more to HBC colleges, historically black colleges, HBCs, than anybody else ever in the history of American presidents, including Barack Obama? Remember that? You remember that, that, that jobs for Hispanic people and black people were at, at jobless rates were at an all-time low He's racist. Mm-hmm. Douglas says the mainstream media is racist, but we are so fucking racist, Danny. No, you know what? Here's the thing. I don't think the mainstream media is racist. I think the mainstream media is the new Hollywood. You know how Hollywood just comes out and they revamp everything and everything's a, a continuation or there's no original thoughts? You want to know why? 
Because all the best producers that Hollywood is missing out on are working at television stations across this nation. They're the ones coming up with these stories. And then when one, one of these stories hits and it goes viral, that's all it has to do is go viral, it's going to set people off. It's craziness. Yes, the mainstream media is a huge blame for all of this because they know what sells. I mean, I mean, come on, come on. Let, 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 let's talk about the mainstream media just for a second, shall we? When you have one of your reporters in the streets of a riot and there is a building on fire behind you and you can see smoke going up and you see smoke cannons going off that the police are shooting and they call it a mostly peaceful protest. Why are we not kicking down the doors of CNN and going, what are you reporting here? That's, that's not a peaceful protest. A peaceful protest doesn't include setting an innocent business on fire or killing a, a, a decorated police officer in St. Louis who is trying to help someone out. These aren't acts of peaceful protest. But the mainstream media will say, oh, it's a mostly peaceful protest. What does that mean? What does mostly peaceful protest mean? Would you say it was a slightly peaceful? I would know. I would not say anything. I would say it was what it was, a riot. Do you want to know? I'll tell you this right now. Do you want to know what a mostly peaceful protest was? Oh, I'm going to get shit for this one. January 6th. January 6th. Nobody died. Nobody was murdered. Well, except that girl, the girl who broke in through the window. She was shot dead because she shouldn't have been jumping through there. These cops that have all committed suicide since then, uh, I'm, I, I, I'm a... Uh, I'm holding my judgment on that one. I'm going to hold that one. I'll play that one close to the vest for what I think about that. Didn't the one, the one guard that died, didn't he have a stroke or something? And they, they said he was not murdered. He wasn't hit in the head. He had a stroke. That news report would have been an SNL skit 30 years ago when SNL was still funny, yeah? But it was almost as bad as 911 or 9-11 in the Civil War, Yeah. Once again, once again, 9-11, I guess we could look at was a mostly peaceful protest by terrorists. This is the type of reporting that would uh, call my mom mostly alive when she was on a machine allowing her to breathe before she passed from cancer almost three years ago. Yeah. Oh, when my mom had was on hospice care, I knew the end was coming. And they, the media would have reported by this lady is still holding on. No, she's going to die. She's going to die. Yeah, correct. He was not hit in the head and died of a stroke. Yeah. There are a bunch of those cops committing suicide. Smells fishy meat. That's why I'm saying I'm holding that one close to my vest. 
the, the those police that are killing themselves, those capital police that are killing themselves. It's kind of like when 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 uh, Vladimir Putin has a uh, a political challenger who out of nowhere just kills himself. <laughs> Isn't that convenient? Mm-hmm. So there you go. Now, these next two stories kind of go hand in hand. I'm going to put these two together. So, former President Donald Trump's lawsuit against Facebook and Twitter and Google will end up going to the Supreme Court, most likely. Uh, Pam Bondi, an ex-Florida attorney general who is America's first policy institute chairperson for constitutional litigation, said, if you think about it, you know when big tech started. It really wasn't big tech. These platforms have their billions of followers worldwide, and they're controlling the 21st century town hall. They're controlling basically all of the information that comes out from all Americans throughout not only the states but the country. Now, once again, let me, let, me, let me walk you through this. And th- this is the hard part right here is that when you agree to Facebook, to a Facebook page or your Twitter page, you have to adhere to their rules. Now, I don't know a lot of people that have been banned from social media. I, I, I know that people have been kicked off and they've been put in Facebook jail or TikTok jail, or Twitter jail for a few days, maybe a week at the most. But Donald Trump has been kicked off. They're kind of singling him out. Now, I think he has a case. That if he wakes up one morning and he posts, I'm going to have uh, an Egg McMuffin and a Diet Coke today. He can't even put that up there. And you you want to know why he can't put that up there? I'll, I'll tell you a bunch of reasons. Because we live in such a sissy society that somebody would probably put up there, what a fucking idiot. Everybody knows that fucking Burger King's breakfast is better. A lot of people like to start these non-sequitur fights. And, and it's really stupid. And it angers people. And that's how you get kicked off social media, by stupid people. Now, I bring this story up because the German high court rules Facebook illegally censored contact, context, content. Germany's high court ruled that Facebook broke the law by removing alleged hate speech without explanation a move that could force the social media giant to change how it moderates content. Now, I would like to point out that the Germans are saying that Facebook is is restricting what they can say. The harbingers of freedom of speech fucking stepping on it, not wanting it, are the Germans! Do we not remember the 40s 
The Germans are saying Facebook is bad. When the Germans say somebody is bad, you should listen to it. They know bad. Germans get it. Americans can't. The Court of Justice ruling is the latest challenge of Facebook's content moderation policies in the U.S. Uh, state and federal lawmakers are attempting to ban social media platforms from censoring content. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, future president, recently signed a bill that would prohibit social media companies from removing political speech and give users the right to sue platforms that do so. Well, that's something that I'm against because I don't think that the federal government should tell a business how to run a business. Just saying. history of our Supreme Court, in my opinion, is a bit dubious. Let's not forget that our Supreme Court has said that slavery is okay in the eugenics, is okay in the past. They aren't knowing impartial arbiters of justice that they are made out to be. Well, here's the thing. At that time, slavery was allowed. I, I don't know when you're talking about, but, but look, look. America and other countries have had slaves. Now we know that's wrong. This is why I always ask this question. What are we doing today that in 100 years will be deemed we were not to ask? Is it owning? And I always do the owning pet ones. In 100 years, will we find out that, that when we had pets and we put them in cages, we were torturing them? I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering, what will it be? What will it be in 100 years that we're doing right now that is taboo then? I will never, ever say that slavery is okay. I, I, I'm so, I know better. The problem is, is that 100 years ago, they didn't. They didn't. That's the way the world worked. And let me just say to everybody who's butthurt over it, I am so sorry. I am so sorry that the world is an awful place. I, I apologize. On behalf of all the bad people in the history of time, I apologize that they lived. In all the bad things that happened to people hundreds of years ago, I am truly sorry. Now, all those fell on deaf ears because all those people are dead. Germany is asking to see papers again. This isn't going to end well. I see the point you're making, uh, period. I was just trying. No, no, no. Hey, look, I understand what you're saying about the Supreme Court. It is not the end-all, be-all. I mean, for us, it is. We look at it, and I know the look. They're just there's, there's great stories about uh, Julius Caesar, and I knew this story before it was in the movie Law Abiding Citizen. But Julius Caesar had a a commoner follow him around in Times Square in in the, in, the, in the square in the in where the public was, bazaars and things, because Julius Caesar would walk out there with guards and stuff. 
as he's walking around, this commoner would just whisper in his ear, you're no better than anyone else. You are just a regular man. Because it's true. No Caesar had biblical powers to make it rain, to do anything like that. They're just men and women who are in charge of the Supreme Court. I under, and they make mistakes. They make mistakes. Look, John Roberts made the biggest mistake ever when he said Obamacare was a tax. That was the stupidest thing he ever said. <laughs> hey, Arnie, my great-great-grandfather just thanked you and has accepted your apology. That means the world to me, Dave Co. Thank you, buddy. Doug says, I keep seeing parents losing custody of their children over them getting sex changes. This is very concerning. Why, are you planning on getting a sex change, Douglas? Which part is the concerning part? The parents getting sex changes or the kids getting sex changes? Look, this, this whole, maybe that will be, that's what it'll be in 100 years. Maybe we'll have the stories from all these eight and nine-year-old boys and girls that are forced to be the other sex because they once said it and their parents have to rush and go get them everything that is the opposite sex now and they're going to wear it and live that lifestyle. Mark my word, suicide rates are going to go through the roof over the next 10 to 15, maybe 20 years. And it's all going to stem from all this. Mark my words. It's kids getting sex changes? No, see, it, look, man, and, and I'll say this right now. If Arnie Jr. ever came home, said, Daddy, I want a sex change, then I, I would rather him live with his mother then if we're divorced. Because, I look, man, I, I, I'm going to love my kid no matter what, but I, it, it's going to it, take some getting used to. If, if, if little Arnie thinks he's a girl, Maybe one day I will, one day in this whole thing, I'll seem like the horrible parent that, that's out there that questions this idea. Because now you're a terrible parent if you question. Think about that. You're an awful parent because your nine-year-old says, I want to be something different. And you have a question for the kid. Now you're not taking the kid's side. I'm here to tell you, I would never take my kid's side. Nobody took our side when we were kids. It was us against mom and dad and the rest of the grown-ups. We did something wrong and a grown-up came down and told on us, guess what? We were getting our fucking hides tanned. That back porch was getting painted red. Now, I know you can't do that anymore because we have a lack of paint. Actually, we have a, we have a lack of strong painters out there. Maybe that'll be another business for us. Whooping that ass. You call me in to do the dirty work. I'm on call 24-7, 365. For a nominal fee, I will show up at your house and I will spank your kid. Open hand right on the ass. Ages four. Males ages four. To 15, females aged 4 to 33. Anybody who needs a spanking, 
you call Arnie Stateson's whooping that ass. Your kid does something wrong. Let's say, let's say that your kid, you tell your kid time and time again not to play ball in the house. What does the kid do? Kid's playing ball in the house. Bounces the ball, knocks over Granny's urn, spills ashes everywhere. You want to whoop that kid's ass, but you never want to do it. You don't want to. Call me in. That's when you call me. Johnny, do you know what you did wrong? Well, I didn't listen to my mom and dad. No, you played ball in the house, and you disrespected your parents. Now, come here. Bend that kid over. Whack! Whack! And I ain't gonna. I ain't bringing a paddle. It's just open-handed, smacking that, hitting that ass, whooping. Mm-hmm. I read a story of a father losing custody of his son, and the mother wants to change the son to a daughter. Unbelievable. Dave Coe says, and I bet the average of youth is oh oh yeah oh it'll it'll get much lower yeah. Who are you gonna call ABC? Oh, yeah, Arnie Beats Children. That, that, that's an offshoot of Arnie Beats Children. Arnie going get, to start getting a call from a 44-year-old guy dressed up as a kid. No, no, I, I'll investigate. If you're some kind of see, this is why the, the, the girls' ages of 20s are fantastic. You got a dog that messes up in the 20s, as long as she ain't fat, I'll spank her. No, no, in, nowhere in there I will make them call me daddy when I'm spanking the 20-something-year-old girls. No. That's just wrong. But I like that business idea. Oh, man. I'll, t- I'll make this country great again. You know what make this country great again? Parents doing their fucking jobs. You want to make this country great again? Do your job as a parent. I don't look, man. I, I, I'm in favor of open-handed spankings and always have been. I've been hit by paddles. I've been hit by switches. I've been hit by a belt once. Didn't like the belt at all. I will never use a belt on a child. As far as paddles go and switches, you want to do that at home, you go right ahead. But see, see, nobody does this anymore. Everybody does this bullshit now. One, two, two and a half. No. <laughs> My dad wouldn't even fucking count it to one. And I only got, look, man, I only got in trouble like a couple times at home because I didn't get caught mainly. But when I did get caught, I was spanked, and I didn't like it. My dad didn't like it. I got spanked every year in school, but that was because just I'm an asshole. Hey, and I earned it. I earned it. I ain't, I ain't looking back and wanting to sue the Garland School District for paddling me every year I was in school. No. I earned that. That's all on daddy here. I wouldn't change a thing. especially if she's on, oh, yeah, if your daughter is on the pole, you need to call me immediately. Andrew says, amen, making ass whooping's great again. The only thing that counting to three does is teach your kid to go go out to gamble. I hate that. I hate the timeouts. 
Like the 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 two things that would work, you strip their fucking rooms, all their computers, take away their phone. You take away a kid's phone, that kid is crippled. <laughs> that kid has no idea how the world works without their phone. You take their phone, their video game system, and their computers again away from them. You might not need a spanking, but you might still need a spanking. That's when you call me. I'm the last ditch effort. Cause I, I, I am going. I am. There will be marks on your kid's butt for my hand. Cause I, I plan on bringing it. I am going to bring the thunder from high. By the way, uh, ABC and and this new my my whooping ass services, all part of this fucking major conglomerate that I'm building. I I, I feed vegan people meat. It's meat that, that has aged out, and it just died on its own. So we're going to butcher it right away and serve it to vegans because they don't want to eat meat because it's killed. Well, this died. Okay? So we got that. It, let's not forget, the, let's not forget the, the, the fangless rattlesnake home detection company or home protection company. That's what I should have. I should have told this. We, we, we have... Uh, we have so many fucking solicitors that come to our door now here in Texas. Mainly, it's it's people that cut grass. And I like it, too, because, it, well, A, I hate it because it makes me get up from my chair because the dog starts barking. But I do enjoy it once I get down there because now these guys, they talk shit about whoever's doing our shit. Like, we have lawn people, right? Brady Kid knows somebody has lawn people or whatever, so we have lawn service. They do a pretty good job. I look, I don't have to cut the grass, so I think it's a marvelous job. But these people come to the house all the time. Oh, well, this uh, you know, you got weeds going over there. They they shit can whoever it is. So the other night, sitting there, it's about 6.30 at night. Ding dong. Of course, dog goes crazy. But he doesn't even go to the door. So I go, and we have one of those, like a, a picture frame type door open, like window. You can open, it's got bars in front of it. I just opened that because I didn't want to fucking see anybody. I said, yeah, can I help you? Oh, uh, yeah, just wondering uh, if you're updated on your uh, current uh, security systems. And I fucked up. Fucked up because I wasn't in the right frame of mind. I said, man, we got door, to, we got, you know, the digital doorbell cam, all that. Well, I, I see that's not working. And I'm like, well, is it? And then I closed the window. I should have said, no, no, we have fangless rattlesnakes in here. That's what I should just say. God damn it. Oh, I messed that one up. Douglas says, my sister may need your service with my nephew. He's a real tear. Bring him on. Bring him on. Mm-mm. That kid ain't going to be able to sit down for a while. Tell you that right now. Wait, I got that story okay. Uh, let's see. By the way, our climate czar, has anybody noticed this? Our climate czar, John Kerry. John Kerry and his family have used their private jet 16 times this year. 16. He wants to lower greenhouse emissions. By the way, private jets emit over over 40 times as much carbon per passenger as a commercial flight.
Um, why is this guy the czar of climate change if he's the one who's actually changing the climate? Oh, and he's only six, so I can still take him? Yeah, that, cat, that, that kid's going to be in a bad place with me. You tell her I'll be in town in September. And the nominal fee, I, I'll charge like maybe like uh, 50 bucks each time. I come to your house. You tell me what the kid did. Kid broke an urn. had granny's ashes in it. I have to compute in my head how bad that is. Okay, that's at least, that's 10 swats. Kid's going to get 10 swats. So it's like $5 a swat. Tell you what, I'd like to go to fucking John Kerry's house and slap his ass. 16 times. He's flying in that private jet twice a month? And and you want to knock down carbon emissions? Something doesn't add up. But of course nobody's going to say anything. Nobody's going to talk about it. Best meme I've seen yesterday, and I got to give credit where it's due to Adam Carolla because he put this up. Hold on, I'm texting somebody. Uh, let's see. Uh, just let me know. Me can know. Uh, future advertiser, hopefully. Uh, he's doing as good on the environment as the Indian giant is on the border, right? Both these czars are fantastic. How about we change the name? This is so funny. I mean, it's so maddening. It's so maddening. I'm, I'm just done. By the way, John Kerry was photographed without a mask on his flight from Boston to Washington. A violation of federal mandates, but nobody gives a shit. I, I, dude, I just, I don't even know anymore. I just, I, I just want to fucking wipe my ass with all of this. I, I don't know what else I could talk about on the air. We could just talk about fucking movies and go frame by frame in a movie every day. I could talk wrestling every day, but then that'd piss people off. I, I'm just so tired of all this bullshit, all these lies. Now, there is something that's going on right now that is, oh, oh, well, these two stories. By the way, the city of Denver is spending more on homeless people per person than they are kids in school and veterans. You ready for this? The city of Denver spends between 41000 and $104,000 on every person experiencing homelessness in a year while they only spend 19 grand on K through 12 public school students 
The Denver metro area spends almost $500 million a year, half a billion, on health care, housing, and other services for the homeless. How about this? How about we change something here? How about the Denver metro area spends almost a half a billion dollars a year on health care, housing, and other services for veterans? Not just homeless people. By the way, the amount they spend on the homeless is four times more than the budget for military and veterans affairs in Colorado. What are we doing in this country, people? You spend a hundred grand a year on on a homeless person. I'm not saying that we should just shoot them in the head and move out. Look, I, I, I don't think it's on them. I think we need to find these military vets. I, I watched an incredible movie yesterday. If you haven't seen this movie, I highly recommend it. It's called The Final Measure. It's about a guy who works for the Secretary of Defense or the Secretary of the, Secretary of the Air Force. And they have been trying to get this Air Force private from, uh, it's based on a true story. It was a private in the Air Force during Vietnam who was a part of the Air Force rescue teams that would jump out of the choppers, pick up the, the wounded, and fly them out. This young man stayed. He jumped out of the helicopter and then sent his crew elsewhere because he could see these guys needed help, and they needed help by shooting the bad guys in Vietnam. And the guy died. The guy was, he was killed. It's war. And this movie showed one man and his remarkable uh, determination to get this man the Congressional Medal of Honor. This guy had to fight tooth and nail and he got it done. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I was crying at the end of this movie. Because I knew the story. I'd heard the story before. I'd never seen the movie. Sam Jackson's in it. William Hurt's in it. There's a bunch of people you'd see. And you go, oh, I know that guy. Great movie. It's called The Final Measure. And they asked the young guy who's, who's in charge of all this. Why is it that George Patton said he would give up all of his general stars to get a Congressional Medal of Honor? Dwight Eisenhower said he would give up the White House for a Congressional Medal of Honor. And the guy came back and he goes, I don't know why. And he came back and he knew why. It's an amazing story. Amazing story. And it's funny because I'm watching that movie. And this one veteran, and it was an actual Vietnam veteran who was in this movie and he was talking about it. And uh, 
He said, medals mean something to us. And they don't share, they don't share their medals with a lot of people. They don't talk about it. But it means a lot to them. And some of these guys are really fucked up now from, from military service. The Vietnam guys, I know there were Korean guy, guys that fought in Korea. There are going to be men and women coming back from Iraq and the Middle East that are going to be fucked up in years. And cities like Denver would rather fucking worry about the homeless people. But back to the medals. I knew my dad received a Purple Heart for his service in Korea. I never knew he was awarded the Silver Star. Which, by the way, is like the second or highest, second or third highest medal someone can receive. It's not awarded to it. They, they, they are presented these medals for acts of bravery and valiance and all that kind of stuff. My dad never talked about it. One story I will tell you from my dad's wake, if I can get through it. There are some guys that showed up at his wake that I had never met before, and they were, they were golfing friends of my dad's from this shitty nine-hole course that used to be in Reno right next to the uh, airport there, Brookside. And Dad loved playing there. He loved playing there because there were a bunch of fucking veterans that played there. That's what I, I came to find out. And my dad always had honor in the group, and this one guy told the story. He goes, how can I ever hit in front of someone who was awarded the Silver Star? Here we are as a society, and we're not taking care of those people. That's a shame. That is a true shame. That's, that's bad on everybody. Me, you, the leaders of our country, it's bad on everybody. Uh... Smedley Butler had two medals of honor. Talk about a badass, yeah. Look, man, this story just, it it angers me so much when I see stuff like this, that they would rather spend that much money on on people that some of these people are, are, look, I understand you're you're battling addiction, you're doing all that kind of stuff, and I've got, hey, I, I, I did that too, but I had a job the entire time. I, I, I don't know what you want from us anymore. I honestly don't. The, these bums in our society, I, I don't know what they want anymore. And, and I'm tired of fucking placating them. Because we will turn into this next story. This next story is something that's been going on the, on the air, or it's been on the air now for a week or so. Um, North Korean defector, Yinomi Park, She's been on Joe Rogan's program a few times, and I've seen some clips about it. Do you know that they in North Korea, they don't use the word I? They don't actually have a word for I 
not eyeball, but like me. They don't have a word for that because they don't want people to be individuals there. Starting to sound familiar? Well, this woman was mugged by three black women in Chicago when she was able to restrain one She was called a racist and forced by white bystanders to let her go. She said she tried to call the police. She was branded racist by bystanders. Chicago police said they arrested uh, Lucretia Harris in connection with the theft. She was sentenced to two years in prison after striking a plea deal. Miss Park says woke culture in the U.S. reminds her of her childhood in North Korea. Christopher says, I've been subscribed to her YouTube channel for a long time now. Her channel is amazing. This woman's story is so incredible. They don't have a word for sex in North Korea. The first time she learned about sex when was her mother got raped. She saw it. And this gal says it's coming here if it's not here already. I don't know about you, but this wokeness, by the way, isn't new. See, th- this wokeness... This wokeness has its history buried deep in American culture. It started after World War II. Think about it. World War II, America was the world's savior. We were were Jesus to the world. We could do no wrong. Harry Truman felt bad, though, for the price that he had to personally pay by ordering two bombs dropped on Japan to stop World War II. So, when Korea happened, he didn't let MacArthur finish the job because he knows what the job would entail. Because the Chinese were coming over to help the North Koreans. North Koreans had an endless supply of troops. The Americans, they were starting to get shorthanded. So, what could he have done? He chose not to do it. That moment right there of him not dropping that bomb on North Korea, and hey, if it was right, it was right. I, I, I don't know. But this is why we still have a problem with North Korea today. And now China. Because you see what wokeness does? At that time, he was being woke because he was trying to be nice. Can't be nice in war. Come on. All right. Speaking of war, now it is time for celebrity ass deathmatch. Enough of these hard hitting subjects. It's Friday. Oh, I've got one more hard hitting subject that I gotta start the next thing with, but it's on Snoop Dogg and it shows how stupid Snoop Dogg actually is. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It is time for the Eastern, Eastern Conference, Conference of Celebrity Ass Deathmatch. Olympic version. That's right. In our first round, we saw Simone Biles and Tanya Harding 
fight their way to the top and become a part of Mount Rushmore? We will find out now who joins them. Let's get it on. All right, ass family, here we go. In our first matchup, I give you the one and only Blade Runner himself. A man who dominated the Paralympics because he had blades for feet. So he wanted to be a regular Olympian, and then he shit the bed. And then he shot his girlfriend. The, the joke that we all know and love. Why did Oscar Pistorius never get a new bathroom door? Because his girlfriend was dead against it. So I give you Oscar Pistorius. Taking on something that happened in the uh, Winter Games in Sochi. That's in Russia. And I'm talking about the two-seated pooping stall. That's right. There were two stalls. There were two poop seats, two toilets in one stall. So, will it be Oscar Pistorius or will it be the two-seated stall in Russia? Ask family. Who ya got? Brett, thank you for what you said. Good job, Oscar. I know, you, you figured he'd be on like one of the shooting teams. I think they did. Yeah, I think Saturday Night Live did do a skit on that, Dave Co. He moves on. Next matchup. Oh, boy. I remember this. You want to talk about Olympic zeros. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you a team that no one could beat. Not even the beloved New York Rangers could beat them. And I am talking about the 1980 Russian hockey team. You know, the ones that those kids from America defeated. What a fail that was. So the 80s Russian Olympic, uh, 1980 Russian Olympic hockey team taking on Richard Jewell. You remember him. He was the patsy of the Atlanta games. When a bomb went off in Centennial Park, everybody said, oh, it's that fat weird guy that watches porn. And people started calling me. I wasn't even in Atlanta. So Oscar, or not uh, the Russian 80s hockey team taking on Richard Jewell. Ask family, who you got?
this is a thinker for people. They don't know what they want. Daveco does. Well, this is hey, this is a debated one here. It's back and forth. We only have a few seconds left, so if you haven't voted, you better vote now. Ladies and gentlemen, we are tied. We are tied behind, but between Richard Jewell, who, by the way, did nothing wrong, and the 1980 Russian hockey team. Who will it be? Who is the bigger Olympic zero? Oh, in front, he ends it for everything. Oh, my God, ladies and gentlemen. It is Richard Jewell. Richard Jewell. Richard Jewell. Poor fucking bastard. You got to see that movie. If you haven't seen that movie directed by Clint Eastwood, go see that shit. All right, next one up. Here we go. Oh, this is a new one, too, and this is gorgeous. Yeah, they might have won a, a, a bronze medal. But what a disappointment. Megan Rapinoe and the rest of the ladies' soccer team is. We're just going to put this on Megan Rapinoe, though. So, Megan Rapinoe against Marion Jones. Marion Jones was a sprinter who got stripped of everything because her and her husband decided to use steroids. So, ask family, bigger Olympic zero. Is it Megan Rapinoe or is it Marion Jones? Who ya got? Do we have us a winner? Yes, we do. Ladies and gentlemen, we have ourselves a winner, and that winner is Megan Rapinoe. Our final matchup. Now, this one I had to do these years against each other. This one will be simple. You'll either answer 36 or 72. The games of 1936, you know, the ones where Joseph Goebbels, the propaganda minister of Nazi Russia had athletes run with torches. Remember that? And Hitler was at all the games and Jesse Owens pretty much fucked him over. So the 1936 games, is that a bigger zero than the 72 games when the Israelis were killed there at the games by terrorists? So 1936, 1972, ass family, who ya got?
72, Douglas. Oh, look at that, ladies and gentlemen. We have a winner. We have ourselves a winner, and that winner is the 1936 Hitler Games. The 36 Hitler Games. So now we have to get to see who is on the Mount Rushmore of Olympic Zeros. Our first matchup is set. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready to vote? I am ready for you to vote. Ask family, I ask you this simple question. Oscar the Blade Runner Pistorius, is he a bigger Olympic Zero or is Richard Jewell a bigger Olympic Zero? Ask family, Oscar versus Richard, who ya got? Pistorius is on the Mount Rushmore. Oscar moves on. All right. He will face off against the winner of this matchup. That matchup is Megan Rapinoe, the pink-haired United States softball or soccer player. Same thing. Is she a bigger Olympic zero than the 1936 Nazi Games in Germany? Megan Rapinoe versus 1936. Ask family, who ya got? This isn't even close, people. Wow. Ask family, we've got ourselves a winner. That is correct. Megan Rapinoe, worse than the Nazi games. <laughs> All right, so there you go. The, the, the final four is set. This is, this is a great Mount Rushmore. We have Simone Biles, Tanya Harding, Oscar Pistorius, and Megan Rapinoe. Oh, my God. Ask family, we will find out a winner when we return. 
run a little bit hot tonight I can barely see the road from the heat coming up Reach down between my legs Ease the seat back
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ. Welcome back to the big show. We will figure out who the face of this Mount Rushmore of Olympic Zeros is in just a little bit. Then we will start our weekend. That's right. It's Friday. Hopefully you can power through the rest of your afternoon and be just fine. Uh... Those Nazis are feeling good about themselves now, yes. Uh, Christopher says, too bad. I really wanted to see Hitler on a Mount Rushmore. Now, that would have been fucked up, truly. Yeah, that would have been a tough one to explain on Bill O'Reilly or or Tucker Carlson or anything. Uh, Mr. State, you do a podcast, and you have these Mount Rushmores. Why is Adolf Hitler on yours? I, I didn't do. Oh, I'd blame you motherfuckers. Oh, my listeners voted on it. They're the bad ones. Yep, a guy named Dave Coe, Sassy Pammy, Mike D. They're all the bad ones there. You want to go, you want to call them out, not me. I just, I, I just finish what they say. Of course, I wouldn't say that. Come on, I would own it and be like, you goddamn right. Do you think that you could keep the show going another four hours? I wish I could, Douglas, but uh, during commercial breaks, I, I have been dry heaving. So uh, just to let everybody know, uh, this will be the final segment of today's show. I'm, I'm pretty proud of myself that I made it through without throwing up on a computer, on a soundboard, anywhere. So that's good. Uh, all right. Now, I saw this story yesterday. And I got to say that I lost a lot of respect for Snoop Dogg yesterday. Snoop Doggy Dog, also known as Calvin Brodus. Big sports fan. Huge sports fan. He came out yesterday, or it was it was released. He did an interview for the New York Times. He says, why don't we have an NFL owner? Meaning a black person owning an NFL team. That's just racist, period, point blank. We need to own an NFL team. That's just racist. Period. Point blank. We need to own an NFL team. We got one half owner in the NBA, Michael Jordan, but the whole league is 90% black, so we still the slaves, and they still the masters. I wonder what Michael Jordan feels about being called a master. Now, now I, I would like to point something out. Uh, the the article goes on before I I, I point this out. Oh, I I, un, I understand exactly what you're talking about, Doug, Douglas. I know, I know. In the NFL, the lack of diversity in executive representation is equally noticeable, as there are only two minority owners: Shahid Kawide, owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, and Buffalo Bills co-owner Kem Pegula. Okay. Um. Um, uh, cheapest NFL-valued team. All right, here you go. The Cincinnati Bengals. Here you go. Here's your team. If you would like to own an NFL team, then the Cincinnati Bengals are the ones that you should go after. Minorities. Okay. Uh, I, I, I have the entire list in front of me. Here we go. Let me let me scroll to the bottom, to the cheapies. Um, 
how much it'll cost you. They will only cost you about $2 billion. Now, now I don't know what Snoop Dogg... Does Snoop Dogg have $2 billion? If he does, he can buy the Cincinnati Bengals. Maybe, just maybe, he could go after the Buffalo Bills who are worth $2.05 billion. How about the Detroit Lions? Worth $2 billion. These are B, billion. There aren't a lot of B. So, Snoop, are you telling? Uh, this, is, this is the amazing thing to me when it comes down to this. And they write articles and they say he's right. Well, then, Snoop, what you need to do is you need to go to, as Kale said, you need to go to Oprah. Why don't you pool a bunch of your rap star friends together and buy a team? This, to me, is the stupidest thing. I, I, I am so tired of hearing about diversity and ownership. They don't just hand out NFL franchises. You get a team. You get a team. You get a team. By the way, the most valuable team, yes, it is. The Dallas Cowboys worth $5.7 billion. Now, if you can if you can muster up $5.7 billion, you get a team, you get a nice stadium, you get an awesome practice facility. But this 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 is this is the stupidest fight that I I, I ever see whether it's owning an NBA franchise, whether it's owning this, we're still... And by the way, by the way, I I did not forget his statement there. We still the slaves? So you're telling me that LeBron James, who makes... I, I, I won't even... No, no. Let's go to the highest paid NFL player. Patrick Mahomes, who is black makes close to $45 million a year. Whew. Boy, that sounds like, uh, man, I w- let me just say this right now. If I'm getting paid $45 million a year, I would like to be a slave. And by the way, I'm pampered everywhere I go. I don't have to drive myself anymore if I don't want to. I live in a luxurious mansion. I have a fairly decent-looking wife. Fucking hey, man! Slavery is for me. Oh, I'd be mo- I'd be more than happy to be a slave, making forty-five million dollars a year. I, I, I'm 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 stupefied by by these statements, and then, then they they print them and not talk about what kind of idiot Snoop Dogg is for this, but they try to give it justification. Yes, the NFL only has. Once again, are we telling people what they're going to do with their money? Oh, Oprah, you're a billionaire. You got to go buy an NFL team. Well, what if she didn't want an NFL team? What if she wants just a bunch more Hermes bags? I I ain't going to tell her anything. 
So this is what I think we should do. I, I, I think currently this is what we should do. We should just strip all the NFL owners, take their property away from them because they own the teams, right? So now the NFL owners like Robert Kraft and Jerry Jones, they're out on the street. They've got other interests that they can make money in, but the team is no longer theirs. How do you think that would go over? Because I think that also we need more white owners of, of chicken and waffle restaurants. What do you think about that? I thought Patrick Mahone's wife was decent looking. That's what I was calling fairly decent looking. I was portraying myself as Patrick Mahone's, not me. I'd rather be a slave. If I'm going to make $45 million a year, $45 million a year, and I'll be, I'll, shit, call me a slave. The love of God. And by the way, these kind of conversations, they don't further anything. Snoop Dogg talking to the New York Times saying it's racist. That How is please, can somebody explain to me, how is it racist that there aren't more black owners in the NBA or the NFL? And by the way, hey, Snoop Dogg, way to give up on baseball. What about hockey? Is that not a good enough sport for you? You don't want any black owners in hockey? Hmm? I, I, I'm, I'm waiting for somebody to tell me how this is racist. That, that's just stupid. See, this is why I would be a terrible interviewer. If I were to be interviewing Snoop Dogg and he were to say that to me, I would look at him and go, you know what? You're fucking stupid. How is that racist? Well, there's so many brothers playing in the league, so? Well, if they got their money together and they pooled it together and wanted to buy a team, more power to them. Jesus Christ. Oh, I fucking hate that shit. By the way, this is a terrible idea that's coming on. Louis C.K. to launch comeback tour years after sexual misconduct claims. Boy, this guy keeps trying, don't he? How many times does this guy need to be canceled? He's planning a 50-day U.S. comedy tour. Uh, let me say this. This this is the problem that I I, I don't have a problem with uh, with uh, with him trying to go out on tour. I think it's good for him to never quit. The problem is that you you your audience will still kind of like you but you're not going to get your audience completely at every show. You're going to get people there that are going to grade everything you say with a fine-tooth comb. And if you get too raunchy in a certain area, you're going to end up hating women. Or you're a racist, like Snoop Dogg said. Or something like that. This guy's a glutton for punishment. Now, now I never found him. I, I found some of his stuff kind of funny. I never thought he was the best guy. He's no, he's no Bill Burr. 
He's definitely no Ellis Rodriguez. You know, my special guest, September 17th show at Esquire IMAX, downtown Sacramento for my 50th birthday. Um, but uh, I, I saw the story, and I'm like, dude, why are you doing this to yourself? Oh, one of those dates is in Stockton. I think I'll have to pass on seeing him. Uh, Dave Coe says, I'd go see him. I think he's hilarious. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not, I'm not judging his fans. I'm not judging his comedy. He's been, he was a very successful comedian until all the shit came out. And, and Dave Coe, I think you should see him because I want his fans to be able to go see him. Problem is, and this is a new thing now, and it's because of social media and stuff, that there's a couple of fucking comedians that are out there on social media that welcome hecklers. Okay? If you're somebody that wants to heckle at a comedy show, you're a piece of shit. Why is it that you want to go up there and add your two cents in to something that that guy or gal has been working on for a long time? It's their time to shine. Nobody bought tickets to see you. And if you don't like the, the joke, then don't laugh. And if you think that comedian is too raunchy, then get up and leave. Maybe ask for your money back. But to fucking heckle? Oh, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm afraid that Louis C.K., like, here, here's the thing. If you go see Louis C.K., I hope that everybody has a great time. I hope he has a great set. The other thing that I hope for is that you don't get some kind of activist there who's just going to shit all over him so they can be famous and make this guy flip out again. That's what I hope. I, I see it. I, I, I see it in the happening, and, and I hate seeing that because I know how hard these, these men and women work being comedians. And they've been nice enough to allow me to come into their world sometimes and dip my toes in there. They've been very graceful. They've been very friendly. I'm here to tell you, you you heckle at a comedy show, you're garbage. If a comic picks on you, you should find that to be the biggest compliment of the night. Because he cited you out, and he decided to make you part of the show. Or she. Sorry. Sorry, you gal comics out there. I don't want you to get mad at me. Um, but Louis C.K. wants to come back. Hey, good luck to him. And Dave Coe, like I said, he, look, Dave Coe is playing in Stockton, so you can go see him there. Just, you know, take plenty of guns. All right, our final story. Oh, this one. This one is hot. Oh, man. You know what? We need, we need special music for this. This story is sexy. Oh, yeah. Let's turn out those lights. Kentucky Fried Chicken is opening a pop-up hotel where guests can have their own press for chicken button and get $139 of free food a night. The one-night stay will cost $154. The hotel will operate for 11 nights in August. Each room has free room service via press for chicken button. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. There's that secret ingredient. 
Oh, God damn it, though, it's only in London? What kind of bullshit is that? A black Cadillac, which KFC calls the Colonel Mobile, will pick up guests and take them to the pop-up hotel where their own check-in, chick-in, clerk will greet them. Guests will have access to a private cinema, a hot winger arcade machine, and a chicken concierge service. They have to press the button for chicken and wait for free chicken to be delivered to their room. Oh, this! Uh, oh, I want one of those buttons, the press button for free chicken. Christopher says, slap my ass and cover me with Grady. I'm rock hard, boy. And then I put it in London. And all that, you know, London is instantaneous soft on. This needs to come to America, god damn it. Guests can book only one night stays for a maximum of two people. No, it's just going to be a uh, hotel for one for me. That uh, $154, here you go. Oh, man. All the money raised for this promotion will go towards the KFC Foundation. I don't care where it goes. I just want the chicken to go in my belly. What a great idea. Oh, I'm just telling you right now, I'm hitting that button every four minutes. I am bringing an extra suitcase to put fried chicken in. And is it just fried chicken, or do I get the sides? Give me the biscuits. Give me the mashed potatoes. Give me the mac and cheese. Better have some goddamn coleslaw in there, because you ain't got the coleslaw. I might cut somebody. I'm going to hurt them. Please come to America. Please, please, please come to America. Saying road trip for the ass family. Christopher says, way to fumble at the one-yard line. (laughs) No shit, man. It's in London. What the shit is that? All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we have waited long enough. It is time. That's right. It is time once again to find out who the face of the Mount Rushmore of Olympic Zeros will be. We have Simone Biles, Oscar Pistorius, Megan Rapinoe, and Tanya Harding on this Mount Rushmore. We will take the time right here, right now, to figure out who it is. Let's get it on! In our first matchup, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I ask you, in the matchup of Simone Biles versus Tanya Harding. Who is a bigger zero of an Olympian? Simone Biles, Tanya Harding, ask family. Who ya got?
little back and forth. Voting is stalled. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we have ourselves a winner. And that winner is the one and only Simone Biles. She is making it to the finals. Where she will be facing off against the winner of this Olympic matchup. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the Blade Runner Oscar Pistorius. The man who couldn't cut the mustard in the regular Olympics, but he could sure shoot the shit out of his girlfriend in a bathroom. Taking on the too woke for woke sake. A gal who was on a team that's been undefeated for like three years and ends up taking home the bronze medal for the American female soccer team. I give you Megan Rapinoe. Oscar Pistorius versus Megan Rapinoe as family. Who ya got? Gentlemen, boys and girls, we have a winner. It is Megan Rapinoe. Megan Rapinoe. Worse than an actual killer. <laughs> well, that one's going to be tough to explain. All right, here we go. Our final matchup. And no, I'm not changing things completely. We still will hear Banana Phone on a Friday. Ask family, the finals are set. Who will be the face of this Mount Rushmore of Olympic zeros? Simply put, will it be Simone Biles? Will it be Megan Rapinoe? Simone, Megan, ask family who ya got. Banana phone. I've got this feeling so appealing for us to get together and sing, sing. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding. Banana phone. It grows in bunches. I've got my hunches. It's the best, beats the rest. Cellular, modular, interactive, modular. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ping pong, ping pong, ping pong, ping. Banana phone. It's no baloney. It ain't a phony. My cellular, modular phone. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. By one single vote, one single vote, Megan Rapinoe is the face of Olympic Zeros. Oh, my God, beating Simone Biles. Holy shit.
What an amazing day of celebrity-ass deathmatch we had. That's going to propel you into your weekend perfectly, ass family. I hope you have a great weekend. If you decide to go out and tie one on, please get yourself an Uber or Lyft to get home safe. Please, 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 I want you here on Monday. Um, what else is there? Is there anything else? Uh, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until Monday, y'all have a fantastic weekend. And until then, adios, everybody. Atlanta in 53 And I picked up a rhythm and blues magazine laying underneath my seat And I found out the stuff they've been playing us wasn't made for grits and bone And it would take more than the crew cuts and Pat Boone to take me home
Radio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.